Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com and use the code OMIO5 at checkout. This offer is valid until July 31st for new users on all modes of transportation. It's just the pick-me-up 2021 needs. Omeo. Plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, friends. Welcome to the so-called Oreos podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kia Swin. And so usually I have my two other co-hosts, Amari and Janae, but doing things a little bit differently for this episode because we are in the middle of our rebrand. We were very, very excited about the rebrand. We were going to come back at the end of August. So basically we're taking this time the summer to rebrand the podcast. We're going to come back with a new name, new socials, um, you know, hopefully a lot of press, hopefully a lot more downloads and all that good stuff. So we're really excited. We've been working really hard. So as we rebrand, we're going to kind of re-up some episodes that we did in the beginning of the podcast um, and hopefully you guys enjoy that. So in the meantime, we do have our merch and you guys can go on our Instagram, our website, wherever you, you know, find the stuff for so-called Oreos, even the show notes. And we have a lot of merch. It's really awesome. And it's going to go away when we do the rebrand. So if you want some, you know, choose black women, talking white isn't a thing, which is important for this episode. Um, you can get that on our website and before it leaves in a couple of months. Also, as always, follow us at so-called Oreos on social media so you can stay up to date with what we're doing and talk to us. And if you really want to get intimate with us, you got to join our discord because the discord is fire. It is amazing. And I'm not just saying that because I created it, but it's really cool. Me, Amari and Janae are all in the discord. Um, We get to talk to our listeners in a really intimate settings. We talk about things that bother us, things that make us happy, what's on our mind. Um, It's just a really awesome group chat also guys you're gonna hear another voice in this episode if you don't know we originally started so-called oreos with four people but our friend rachel um stepped down from hosting the podcast about a year ago and that's just because she got really busy and wanted to focus on other things so you are gonna hear rachel's voice so if you're wondering why is there another voice here it is rachel uh she was an og oreo but no longer hosting the podcast so just you know (laughs) that's why you hear her voice So it is summer. It's officially summer. And I hope you guys are really happy because I feel like when summer hits, I've just like made it like I've made it through the terrible winter in the Northeast. And I just feel like when the sun is beaming on my body, there's like nothing you can tell me. Like I'm super happy. I'm in this great mindset. And I really hope that summer turns around a lot of things since COVID. Um, It was obviously a rough 2020, even a rough 2021 for some of us. And I hope summer just brings you guys a lot of peace and happiness. You get to be outside with your friends and family. And I hope things are just looking a lot brighter for everyone. I don't know about you, but I've been going through it. So I really feel I'm praying that summer is good for you and just everyone all around. 
So let's get into this episode. It is about talking white. And so this is actually the second episode we did for the podcast back in 2019. So we have a lot of new listeners since then. I'm not sure if everyone has heard this episode, but if you haven't, here it is. Um, It's a really great episode. And I think it just embodies a lot of things that comes with being labeled an Oreo of that people think you're not black because you talk a certain way. And by a certain way, I mean proper. And you talk proper. You don't talk with a stereotypical slang. And um, I don't know, it's not in your, you know, everyday vocabulary. And I think it comes from a lot of white people trying to say that you are this other black person. Like you're not other like most black people because you don't talk slang. And that's just really problematic, as we discussed in the episode. Um, And yeah, even if we want to talk slang, that doesn't make us a bad black or not a black person. So if you want to talk with slang, that's fine. If you don't and it's not in your vocabulary, that's okay too, because that's what the podcast is about, you know, getting rid of these stereotypes that people have on us from just everyone. So I think it's important to remember that. And I feel like as I'm getting older, I've heard less comments about talking white. Not sure if that's everyone's um, experience, but I feel like once I removed myself from this predominantly white environment, uh, less people have been giving me that quote unquote compliment of, you know, you talk so white. So I hope that continues. Maybe it's faded out for younger people. Maybe white people have realized that you can't just go to black people and say, you talk so white or you talk so proper and with that backhanded compliment. So hopefully we just don't say that kind of like we don't comment on people's weight going forward. Hopefully, you know, not commenting on people's speech. (laughs) We just stop that altogether. Yeah, just things look better for and (laughs) in a better world I guess anyway I hope you guys enjoy this episode and please let us know what you think on socials on discord we'd love to hear any feedback on how we can make the show better okay so another thing (laughs) this is our second episode so um my editing skills were not as good as they are now so bear with me in this edit and also we were very new to podcasting regularly so we might be talking over each other we might not sound as crisp as the oreos do now so just just a heads up bear with us um and still enjoy the episode and yeah i mean we'll see you guys in the rebrand and we'll be re-upping some more episodes for you until the rebrand in august enjoy Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven rings. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. And welcome to our second episode. Welcome to the second episode of the so-called Oreos podcast. I'm your host, Kia Swin. And I'm her co-host, Amari Pollard. I'm their co-host, <laughs> Rachel Fowler. I'm there, there. all of their, <laughs> I'm all of their co-host, host, and host, Janae Price. <laughs> Thank you. I wish I recorded your face. Uh, yeah, welcome to our second episode. Um, so let's get right into it. 
this week in black history. Um, this week in May. So May 14th, 1963, 22-year-old Arthur Ashe became the first African-American to make the U.S. Davis Cup tennis team. We in tennis. Yes. We've been in tennis. It didn't just start with Serena. You really know your history right now. She said his first name, but Amari was like, yeah, Arthur. <laughs> and May 17th in 1954, the Supreme Court declared that segregation in public schools is unconstitutional hey. in the famous Brown versus Board of Education mm-hmm. case. Took y'all long enough. Um, but schools are still segregated, so let's keep on working. Yes. Stay woke. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, those are my little black history facts this week. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Amari. I'm the pop culture queen and dirty pop. Um, this <laughs> this episode, I'm just going to talk about NBA playoffs. I don't really care about basketball, but it's a very big deal. Um, I've been watching it enough, I feel like, just because I have friends that are very into it. Uh, for a second, the Brooklyn Nets were there. They're they were, out now. They're right? no longer. Okay. Who's so surprised? I right. cannot contribute to this conversation in any way, shape, or form. I mean, like, all you really need to know is that uh, Golden State Warriors are... They're going to win the finals. They're going to win. Yeah. I'm not even sure who they are. Oh, my God. Jesus. Are their colors purple? No. no. Yeah. Gold, yeah. Someone educate Golden this blue. Yeah. Golden blue. Golden. Steph Curry. Oh. Kevin Durant, the baby, <laughs> my baby. <laughs> Bruh, she said, I know, oh. I know nothing about sports. I know um, Curry. LeBron, Curry, oh. LeBron, the one, Dwayne, with the really ugly one. Oh, you, you, Anthony Davis. Oh, um, and you know he's gonna hold a bunch of girls though too. You know he for is. no reason. He's smashing cheeks, and he's just not. He's <laughs> sorry, not the cutest guy. You don't have to be. You have money. They're like those eyebrows. I True. You're right. There's just some things I'm not. You can't be ugly and broke. Can only be one. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. He is what? bringing them with the Wait, hard. Wait, you can't facts. be ugly and broke. And you broke? can only be one. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can only. Okay. You can't. Yeah, there are a lot of ugly broke. dudes out there who have money, but yeah, they get girls. You can't be ugly and broke. Also, we all know that's also it's not. Ugly and broke it's people. not just about what's on the outside. Okay, you can't be. The, all right, <laughs> let's talk about the first the impression. Three, yeah. yeah. Okay, but also sometimes I don't know how it is for you guys, but sometimes a person may not be the best looking, but through their personality, I'm like, yeah, uh, they're like, I guess that's, that's a lot of digging. Yeah, that's a lot of digging. Like we need to, I need to be in class with you or something for like a year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not swiping right on like ugly dudes and being like, maybe it's personality. Because you know what's wrong? If they're ugly and they have a trash personality, because you know you can play yourself like that. You know what's crazy? This is why Tinder's not for me because well, our basketball went into right. I don't know. It's but a better, I, it's a better choice. At one point, y'all, I was on Tinder and I was looking at people like, he looks dope. He looks dope. And then mm-hmm. I had to stop myself because I was like, wait, I'm not attracted to him. Yeah, I just don't do it. a cool friend. And then next thing you know, I You're have on people days hitting people you me don't up. Like. Exactly. Because it's like, I'm not really attracted to you. You were just wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt. So I was like, lit, let's talk. Right. But like. The thing is, dating apps, like, I mean, I only tried it for like, like, I think a month, like last year or something. But everyone was, this is messed up. I promise I'm not mean. I, I am mean. Some people think I'm mean. I don't really care. Let me know how you think about me. But, um, <laughs> and Tinder specifically, I just feel like there wasn't a lot of great choices. So by the time you pass a bunch of ugly dudes, you're like, oh, homeboy isn't that bad. But it's like, wait, actually, I still want to date That's the realest you. thing. Tinder um, beer goggles. That's yeah, what happens. Yeah, because it's like, wait, why did I swipe right on you? It's like, oh, because you're not as bad as like all the 80 other people. Yeah. And I barely have matches because I don't swipe right on y'all. Sorry. I, I don't deal with Tinder because that shit's whack. Um, all the actually are but i like keep on 
giving Bumble more chances. I was about to say, you I was Bumble. on Bumble. Yeah. Yeah. I was on Bumble, Bumble for like three days. Oh my Rachel. gosh. <laughs> we tried we to force her into that. Yeah. And she's like, so, after three days, she texted us and was like, I, I, can't, I can't do this. Try, <laughs> try it a month. I feel I'm you. I'm, I think I'll try it again eventually, but I think I only stayed on for a month. But Bumble, you know, you can, there's not a lot of diversity. No. But you can find a husband. No. Well, no, okay, but see, that's what I was about to say. My thing is, I have stopped looking at people who are extremely good looking to me and I've actually like the I okay, so like a guy I was dealing with, I literally said, Oh, like he looks like he could be serious. Like he's cute. Oh, but that's he's so dark. But he looks like he's like he wouldn't like be a fuck boy. He wouldn't be a fuck boy. I mean, granted he ended up being They like, all are. <laughs> like that's why you just can't tell from a They're picture. All gonna- turn out the way you think looks, they're gonna turn out and then would you rather have one that you are really attracted to or someone that's okay but they both turn out the same you know what I'm saying Does that I'm make just sense? I'm just continuously impressed or not even impressed I don't even know what the word is by people who think they can get away with certain things yeah and I'm just like who told you you could try that also you're, I mean, do you ever think like oh you're not cute enough to be acting like I that say, I say that all the time like, okay. you're, I'm like you're not cute enough but also you are not on my level you're not like Huh? Can you tell that story? Oh, okay. Oh. We about to go into some deep dive. story time, guys. Deep dive. Dating oh. story time, guys. Story it scars time. me, and well, no, it doesn't. I I have too much confidence for it to scar me. Oh, amen. So amen. deal with this boy. We're gonna meet for hot chocolate. I think this is cute. This is innocent, right? Hot chocolate mm-hmm. after work. Nothing's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So he moves it to nine. First clue that I missed. Um, and I was like, okay, nine's not bad. We'll we'll do it. Um, so we go. We're talking. He, like, immediately plays for the hot chocolate. I'm like, oh, this man's efficient. Like, we're talking hour. He's like, okay, so um, let's go for a walk. Uh, So we go go for a walk. um, And he stumbles on this door. And I'm I'm always, like, very slow to realize things. This door (laughs) is really cool looking. So I'm thinking this is another. We're going to another restaurant or something else. Um, Turns out it's his apartment. So I'm, like, walking in there. I'm like, okay, how am I going to, like, strategically get out of this? Um, Go up into this elevator where he has like a balcony so he's showing me onto the balcony as we're on the balcony music starts playing um just like very bad cheesy like i was like am i in some bad rom-com or something um either way shit got uncomfortable i was like okay you know what i'm gonna leave because he tried he took my hand and tried to tell me that he just wanted me to feel what i had done to him yeah how old was he uh 20 I was I was 23 at the time so he was 22 Mm. clearly he was still in his uh college days um and I was like really upset I was crying down the elevator I ran into the glass door to get get out of the apartment I ran into the glass door and the 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 guy at the desk was like oh my god are you okay and I'm like I'm fine I'm fine so like run um, how did you get out of that situation I was like I think I'm going to go now. Just like put on my yeah. shoes and just like left. Um, it took me way too long to try to do it. Um, and so the next day, like he, the next day he like texts like, oh, I just wanted you to know like I had a really good time. And so I would say, you know, uh, and I, I could have been mean, but I was like, you know, the next time you, you know, take a girl out, make sure she feels like she's worth more than a cup of hot chocolate and subpar conversation. Um, mm-hmm. because you weren't doing enough for me to do whatever you wanted. Yeah. Um, and his reply was, Oh honey, but that's all you're worth. Oh, so now we're fighting. <laughs> and I was literally like, like, I know where you live. Like, but I, I was really, I was like, you were very, Oh, but the kicker is like, 
Two months later, I saw him at a rooftop bar. You fucking kidding me? In the like with a girl in the same. I was like, so he clearly is bringing girls to near places near his apartment. Mm-hmm. They and a lot of guys that. do that. Yeah, and I was like, okay, Amari, this. And I had some drinks in me. I was like, you need to buck up and mm-hmm. go up to that girl and just tell her what he's about. But then, like, I also don't know what she wants in this situation. She could be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They looked good. I was like, I'm just gonna leave it alone. But I was just like very proud of myself afterwards. Not that moment, but um, when he responded to me because I was like, ha, you're funny mm-hmm. because. <laughs> We're at this dinner and you're asking me career advice. You need to ask me for career advice. He's a literal piece of shit. Literal. And after that, I was like, I am done with men. Yeah, that that's rough. Mike, yeah. I don't even know how I would respond to that. Yikes. Um, did you have anything else for your pop culture? Right. <laughs> our pop sorry, um, our pop culture segment just completely went. Wait, what were you trying to say about um, I was just gonna say that the Golden State Warriors were gonna win, but like there's nothing fun about a team that, that wins has all the that time. wins all the time. Like you have a monopoly on basketball. No one wants to see a blowaway game. I yeah. wanna see some tension. Me yeah. too. I wanna see some rough. It used to be fun when like the Mavericks back in the day yeah. in high school. That's when I had time to watch basketball with my dad and stuff. Right. Um now I I love Kevin Durant. I don't really know what else is going on. It is sucks he the one that looked like a goat? Jesus. Probably. Oh he is big out. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. Um, I don't. I don't know if he looks look like, like a goat, goat but he's on a Golden State Warrior. So I'm gonna root for them because I love Kevin Durant. But yeah, it's boring when it's like Steph Curry's going for the 16th year in a row. It's like, mm. and then it's usually like the LeBron James team. But I guess the Lakers sucks. So yeah, whatever. He's at, they're out. Yeah. Yeah, but um. Anything else for your pop culture, Simon? Um, no, that was it. I just wanted to mention it. <laughs> yeah, you kind of look like a goat. Okay, well, but like an animated cute goat. What? Not like, no, no, you like can't act cute. In, no, I still love him. Like, he's adorable. He's Kevin. Nice. If you're listening, you don't look like a goat. I hope we can be cool. <laughs> I what hope do you, we can be what, do you go, what noises do goats make? I don't know. Yeah. Is it that's, is oh, that a goat? I want to say Bob, but that's a lamb. That's a lamb. I mean, they're they, like the same. It's, it's like the same. same. They're in the same genus, Philo and class. Send us an Instagram of your goat impression. <laughs> right into our discussion. Okay, this episode is You Talk So White. Oh my God, what are you saying? <laughs> Why you talk so white? Um, yeah, I think we talked about this the last episode, but I feel like all of us have gotten this uh, remark. We've been deep dive into yeah. this shit. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, I don't know. I feel like that happened definitely not in college, but probably, like, high school, probably, like, earlier high school of like you talk the way which I guess is supposed to be like you talk proper and I usually think black people sound ghetto and uneducated that's yeah, how that's I perceive when you say you talk so what, you white mean you don't speak Ebonics mm-hmm. literally someone has literally mm, someone on <laughs> uh, lacrosse team we were having a conversation about a scandal and I was saying my, my parents are dentists, so I pay attention to people's mouths. And I think the way Carrie Washington talks is very interesting because her lips kind of curl over her teeth. Yeah, it's so very true. It's very so specific. Um, and I just mentioned that one time during practice and my teammate says, oh, I think she's doing that because she's trying really hard not to speak Ebonics. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's Literally, so stupid. That's like, funny. Um, Carrie Washington very much knows how to speak properly. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's so crazy. Yeah. Someone said that. The to things. Me. The you things. Know, the things you say. It's so crazy to put myself back in that time period because I'm so far removed right. from all that dumb shit now that when I hear it I'm like oh my god I can't believe that people used to say stuff like that to me and it was okay right. and how do we like as I guess a society like 
determine that white sounds educated and black sounds yeah because white people sound i mean everyone can sound dumb regardless of race but sound like, ignorant. yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. could sound like country bumpkin does that sound educated yeah. to you but not, no, not it <laughs> my favorite is people like used to make up words in upstate be like across like they put a t at the end of a cross okay. and oh. i'm like that's not a that's not a word i i always say elementary documentary people really make fun of me for that i say people make fun the way i say documentary too yeah maybe Maybe it's it's an upstate upstate thing thing. (laughs) twins um (laughs) yeah but i think the way people used to say like i think i think even the way people used to approach the whole you speak properly became more um more subtle and kind of they even kind of became more graceful in the way they say they went for the well-spoken you're so articulate i've i've peeped teachers have said that to me i remember i was in you know that class where they make you take the baby home no i didn't oh like home that yeah yeah no one ever made me take well we had we had a different name for it they like an egg we they we they disguised it I don't know why I just stuttered so hard, but they disguise it as something else. And I can't remember the name. It was like home development, home economics, whatever. Home economics, that's a thing. Yeah. So it was that class and the teacher I had, I was very involved in the class because, you know, there's a whole bunch of mostly women sitting around reading Seventeen magazine and talking about recipes to make for your husband, oh, basically. <laughs> so oh, I was just like, I was just in the class and she pulled me aside um, and she said, wow, you're just so well-spoken. Um, and she said something to the effect of like, I, I bet your people are so proud of you. Um, my people messing my parents. She just said, "I bet, I bet your people are so proud of You're you." Blackies are proud. Of yeah, you and I was just kind of well. like, "What?" <laughs> like it was another situation where I was taken aback, did had no clue what to say, just basically said thank you and awkwardly ran out of the classroom, and then later thought of all of the ninety billion kajillion things I could have said, said to her. Yep. Like, and I also think it always like, happens after. Yeah, always, always. I think teachers need to have like a training of like mm-hmm. uh, dealing with students of different races because it's like, like you said, like. Um, you had that issue and you went up to the, like the cross coach and he didn't know what to do or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, a lot of them don't know what to do, but like you're the person in charge and you make an impact on that child's life yeah. significantly. So you need to know how to deal with that type of stuff. And you need to know not to go up to a child and be like, your parents are so proud because you're not ghetto. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy to me. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, what about you, Rachel? Has anyone... Pointed. You you said that the yeah. Episode, I, that I don't like remember exactly like the scenario, but I've been told a, a lot of times. But um, I did work at a customer service job, and I felt like I had to sound a certain way um, just to make a sale. Right. And even like like you said before, like going on like job interviews, like speaking a certain way to make sure we're proper. You know, to make sure we get that job mm-hmm. so it's just like wanted to fit in mm-hmm. into that society or you know so it's just I don't know like dealing with it right you know like you can't just go up there and just like be your n- normal self mm-hmm. I think I've I think I've, like as I've gotten older I've kind of had fun with it like I love speaking to people on the phone because I know in their head they probably think a certain type of thing about me and mm-hmm. then I love meeting them because I can slightly see the 
look in mm-hmm. their face. Yeah. Because like, I feel like Amari, you can, like, I may be black, but I could be something else. Yeah. Like, you don't really know. Um, but then I think my voice kind of sometimes throws people off. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, at this point, I'm just like, this is my voice. Yeah, I wonder how I sound. I know I sound nasally. I don't care. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I don't know what people think. I know my mom had a lot of experiences with that. She worked in insurance for 30 some odd years and she became like a like a kind of higher up or whatever. And she said there was this one time where. I had to swallow my mouth with juicy. She said <laughs> there was this one time where um, one of our coworkers was talking to someone on the phone. They were upset, asked for a supervisor, and then my mom was put on the phone. And the person started going off about how that black person, blah, 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 you could tell they're so unprofessional. The person started going off. Saying, oh, on the other person. Yeah, yeah, on the other person that was helping them before. My mom's just sitting there like, yeah, and I'm black too. Right. And the person was like, uh, uh, I, I didn't mean that. Yeah. Yeah. And just okay. like didn't know what to say. And it's like crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. I always wonder what white people say behind our backs. I know it's a bunch of BS. It's what they say in front of our faces. I, I think it's worse. worse. I think it has to be worse. I mean, it's worse, but I feel like I'm, I wouldn't be like surprised at anything no. they say because I feel like I've already heard like a variation. That's true. Of all the stuff. Yeah. I guess I wonder. Yeah. What would it be like? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've I've come across some fantastic white people who like they they agree. Like yeah. white people say the dumbest stuff ever. If a white person doesn't agree with that statement, don't trust them. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Because I feel just like the conversation that we're having around gender and women's rights and equality for women. If you're not an asshole, then you should not feel offended. By exactly. This. If right. you're not treating women horribly, you shouldn't not, feel, should not you shouldn't feel, feel bad about this. Yeah. Same thing with race. Mm-hmm. If not, not all a, white people. Exactly. If, you should be aware that we're not saying all white people. No. If you're not a dick to people who are a different shade than you. Don't feel fucking offended. Yeah, and you right. wouldn't, you wouldn't feel cool. offended naturally. Yeah. Because you know what it is and you know that it doesn't involve you. Exactly. That's you know that there's a history of racism in this country and that people still have not adapted to shit. And yeah. if you do feel offended, then you're a part of the problem. And right. Ooh, about amen. It. Look at yourself. Yeah. Think amen. about it. Um, <laughs> but with the, the, you know, you talk so white conversation, I did have this experience in kind of a positive way. Okay. Um, Pray, do tell. So my grandma, her, she's from Mississippi and all of her sisters are from Mississippi and they all still have very, very southern accents very thick southern accents and when they get together it's funny because it seems like their accents get even more southern Mm -hmm. um but my dad told me one time that they they all came up and were over the house for some holiday um and my dad told me that one of my aunts told him that he that she loves listening to the way i speak because i like i speak so properly and automatically it it brought me back to my days of being you know called that like an oreo and being told that i speak so white and automatically I was like annoyed but then I like pulled myself back and I think my dad noticed I was getting annoyed and he was just kind of like like um, yeah because basically and he was like no she just likes listening to the way you speak because I feel like also there's like a difference between associating it with like um, a race like you speak proper that means that you you're presenting more white like more white traits but no like she's just you know um, kind of just like admiring uh, 
the correctness of your your speech not related to race not related to yeah your vernacular and um i mean for at least for my parents like my family they're jamaica and uh you know, the colonizers had <laughs> the British, um, the colonizers, the colonizers um, you know, ruled Jamaica for a very long time. And so a lot of their education is goes along with the, the British system. And so, like, you know, when I'm talking to my grandmother, who is also um, she's a writer, so she's always talking to me about grammar and like proper English and all this stuff. So they are very in tune with like this is grammatically correct. These are proper words. Like this is how you structure a sentence. So I feel like it wasn't just, um, whether proper, like they were very much like pounding into me. Like, yeah, my, this is my dad was the same way. Like if we said it, or like a word, like the wrong tense, he mm-hmm. would just like, be like, Oh, that's not how you say it. This is how you say it. Right. So yeah. It just depends on like how you grew up and how you were raised. Right. You know? And I think that's like my major point about this episode is like, Oh, it's so disheartening if, like, a bunch of black people tell other black people, oh, like, you sound, you talk so white, whatever, Mm -hmm. because it's, like, you're encouraging people that look like you to sound, like, not educated. Mm -hmm. And that's just so, oh, it makes me cringe thinking about that someone could tell another black person, like, don't sound too educated, Mm -hmm. sound like you're right off the streets and whatever. As I mentioned before, that was definitely a big point for me, like, growing up as a teen where it was kind of, like, the black people around me that I went to school with seemed like they were just so fixed on acting black, Mm -hmm. you know, like there there was exactly there was this kid. I'll I'll never forget him. We went to school together from pre-K or kindergarten on up. He lived in the neighborhood down the street from me. Our families knew each other from way, way back in the day. Like we were the only black kids, right? And then as time goes by, we get further and further and further apart. More and more black kids start coming to the school. And he started really hanging out with that group of black kids that went to school. And I'll never forget, like I walked up to him one day and this was like in seventh grade. So it went from first grade kindergarten to seventh grade. And he's doing this weird mumble talking thing. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh God! No. He's doing this like <laughs> he's doing this like mumble, slangy, improper thing. And I, I never really said this to him, which I should have. But I'm looking at him like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I know your parents. Also, like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. And it, it was so many of the black kids that I went to school with. They just wanted to fit into this like stereotype stereotype of what they thought they should be. Like, oh, I grew up on the South Side. Ah, ah, ah. And it's like, you know, good and damn well, Jamal, <laughs> that your parents moved here when you were in third grade. Mm-hmm. Right? Stop acting silly, boy. You mm-hmm. just like me. Right. Like, that's ah. wild. Yeah. I- I mean, like, I feel like that kind of happened to me in in high school. And I think that's why I felt like very isolated in high school. I mean, I had friends, but I just called everyone my acquaintance, basically, yeah. like not super close. And I felt like I just needed to remove myself from the white people and the black people because both sides were not understanding where I was coming from at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, like, di- again, didn't want to kind of present myself in a way that white people thought I should be acting. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
again, there weren't enough. I feel like our school was so limited and the number of black kids that was either like you were either on a sports team and you just kind of hung out with those people or you're kind of just floating. I feel like a lot of us were floating. And like when we graduated, we all got into a picture together. And I was like, man. I don't. I'm, the I have same not, thing happened to me. Bro. I was like, I have not hung out with any of you. Yeah, like seriously, since we were like in elementary school. Or but all the black kids got together. But we to all go fit in a picture, and there were but like yeah. ten of us in our class. Low out key, of like four fifty. You're like this girl in seventh grade told me that I was acting white and that I was stuck up and stank. Mm-hmm. This girl I haven't I actually hung this. up with. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it has to be an it's upstate a, thing, man. We both went to suburban schools in upstate New York, so that. Yeah, I only that took pictures to with people I liked. Yeah. yeah. No, we were all like, let's get together, care. friends. Yeah. Nah, no, 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 no. Okay. Not friends. Um, so I was looking up stuff about this topic and I came <laughs> across um this poet called I, I don't want to mess up her name, but I probably will, sorry. Maya Wigerif. We W E G R I F. She black. Say it. She's South African. She white. No, no, she's black. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. There are a lot of white people in South Africa. Everyone's like, everyone's like, I'm going to Africa. I'm like, you mean you're going to South South Africa? Africa. Because there's a say yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but no, she's black. She's South African, and she has a um, slam poetry on YouTube called "Why You Talk So White," Um, and it's about. Well, you guys can listen. It's like four minutes, but if you look it up on YouTube, um, it's about how a black person. (laughs) (laughs) It's about how a black person um, went up to her and was like, why don't you talk so white? And how she talks about how um, English is like a white language and how she can actually speak her native tongue. So actually you talk so white. Um, Anyway, (laughs) anyway, it's a good um, it's a it's a good poem slam poetry um and yeah you should check it out and then i was looking it up and i actually came across an article on noisy about her because she turned into a rapper oh she's like a south african rapper very much slam poetry Um, very much lends itself yeah 100 and i think her her um i could be saying it wrong again but her rap name is show my dj Definitely messed it up. Look it up, y'all. Look it up. <laughs> Just why you talk so white and Google it'll come up. Do your research. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a really interesting poem and how she was talking about languages and stuff well, like I that. Think also, yeah. like Americans, particularly, I think I find it interesting because I'm like, most Americans aren't even speaking proper English. No, no. they don't. They're speaking American, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, but it's not proper. And yeah, and even saying like speak American to like what? people, it's like, do you do no. you even know like yeah. how it's to be? We're so. in America. Speak English. It's like no. You're not speaking English. And, and America doesn't have a, um, a national language. language so right. also educate we yourself. Don't? Nope. No. We do also, not. Isn't you Spanish, don't. Isn't Spanish like it's, it's spoken more? Isn't I don't know, but I know for a fact that yeah, America sure. does not have a set language mm-hmm. like it's why if you look at it because we have a bunch of people that migrate we're a here pot. yeah we're a melting we're pot we're not a melting pot we're not but we're it's a like <laughs> Ooh, i don't even that's know good. like we're we all that's we all good. mix in the same thing but at the end of the day a melting pot is like if i put if i melt everything together it becomes one cohesive yeah substance. but we're not one but we're not con- i can Amari. i can take a i can Stay take well. a tomato out <laughs> I can take this cucumber that does not taste That's like true. anything Damn. out. You'll still have a salad. I'll still have I, the I, leaves, which are the I'll white s- people. <laughs> <laughs> and, but at the end of the day, we we kind of, again, stay with our tribes. We mix, but it's not 
integrated. It's not integrated. Separate but equal. It's not the same. So I've like, Max. I think like since like, ele- not elementary school, I think it was like since middle school, I've like promised myself I'm not going to use the word melting pot because that just like does not properly describe America. I wrote in essay freshman year of high school no college about um how the american dream is a lie oh of course i I think i have that but i remember we were doing essays and i was like i'm gonna write about how this is a lie because that's not true what's an american dream (laughs) also like the the american dream is probably the most real for if you're a white yeah yeah Yeah, american dream for like you came over the border and america treats you like crap that's not you know that's not also like a lot of Americans don't even consider uh, Americans American. We're yeah, we're still looking yeah. differently. We're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're never gonna be under there unless you're white. You're not fully. You're not gonna be fully considered American. Yeah, you're other. We're and other. I think that's what a lot of African American people identify with because it's like we can't, you know, represent. You know, people come here from like Jamaica or. or Right, Mexico, whatever. We still Dominican Republic. We have that flag. Like, oh, I identify with this. But Americans, like Nugget. that flag, yeah. like American flag, really is like when you look at it, it's like you're kind of like taking it's it back. Very you know, it's like yeah, it's like ooh, it's like I it wear like it's everyone who wears the American flag is usually a racist or yeah. a crazy nationalist, yeah. patriotic. And so it's like, damn, I can't even wear my flag. It y'all feels weird. Yeah, it feels weird to wear. wear my my it, mother crazy. always makes a point to get a, a different old because every year Old Navy has an American flag yeah. shirt yeah. for the 4th of, 4th of July. July yeah. She makes a point to get it. But she's the only black person that I, I never know seen. who actually looks good and like who like no, I don't want to say good, but actually it looks natural. Mm-hmm. For the most part, when I see a black person wearing any type of America, anything that represents America, I'm just, I'm just taking it back. Yeah, a bit, I'm but it's, it back it's not it. like I hate it. It's just kind of like, oh, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I feel, uh, I guess, like very privileged in the fact that you know, um, because my family is from Jamaica, I can trace like my roots back somewhere mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Like, um, I feel. I am of the diaspora, but I cannot tell you from where in Africa my family comes mm-hmm. from. Um, and I'm sure if I go over to Africa, they would make sure to tell me that I'm not. You're not. I'm not African because yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm. I'm not. Yeah. Um, and do I necessarily feel American? No, because America has made it clear to me that I am not a part of this community. Yeah. So the closest thing I have to grab onto is Jamaica, and even in Jamaica, I'm not Jamaican. So yeah. it's just these very uh, weird um, things. But I do feel, you know bad like for um you know you know people like african-americans who their roots come from the south or they can't they can't they're like oh you're african-american and i am proudly i'll proudly represent that but um africa is not really mine anymore yeah it's a it's a separate you know identity kind of like it that is african-american <laughs> and, and it's sad yeah i'll never forget the days of being in school and being asked to you know trace back my lineage mm-hmm. and make a family tree or where, where's like, your what's, what's your last name what is where like price where, where's that from yeah, yeah yeah i know my last name is both actually on my dad's side and like his and my mom's side they're both well, on my dad's side, it's English. On my mom's side, it's Dutch. Right, and it's like, how do you get that name? We know how we get it, those exactly. Names. And it's like, it's. I, I feel like 
it's such a, a weird thing as an African-American who is here because of slavery. Yeah. Because you can't, you can only trace back your so roots, far. but so far. And then after that, it's just literal blankness. Like yeah. I can just trace it back to a few generations in Mississippi and the 1800s it and disappears. it disappears. And I think that's, we'll go into an education episode, but another thing of like, teachers have to be aware of these things when you ask 100. a group of kids, what words your back? Or whatever. And I remember in college, I worked for the Global Education Center. You would think that this woman, sorry to offend anyone, but she was smart enough to not do ignorant stuff like that. But we had a group of kids from South uh, Korea, China and Mexico. And it, this was in front of the president of the college. So this was a big deal. And she had the employees come up and we're all very diverse. I think it's like me and a Spanish girl, another girl and my um boss was white and she was like okay we're gonna go around and say like where our roots are from whatever and I said my roots are from America and in front of like the international kids in the present she's like no but like where are they from and I said America slavery mm-hmm. and I wanted to say slavery just to like make her look dumb as hell in front of the president of the school but I was like not trying to get fired not trying to do all that but yeah. I just looked at her like America like just looked at her in the face and and then she was like she said something like oh okay like she made a joke or said something like oh I guess we'll find out later something stupid that made me still stupid but it's like girl what do you want me to say like Africa like because I I, that could be wrong for all I know and then she's gonna ask you well where in Africa Africa? I don't know girl ask your ancestors like I could have said that too (laughs) but like I didn't want to clown her in front of the president but I was just like people are so ignorant like you know I know you all know the history of America and I know you all know the history of black people in America. She just literally you just probably be was ignorant. not thinking about and it. And she, she is the head of it. the Global Education Global Education Center. Yeah. I just want to say that again because my God, that is so ignorant. And the other um, Global Education, her like boss, um, we, it was the same summer we had the Mexican kids or whatever. And mine, like, <laughs> sorry. That's that <laughs> that shouldn't, that, yeah, that shouldn't sound wrong, but why does it sound wrong? Yeah. But anyway, they were Mexican and they were our students and um we said hi to like the girl whatever this is just like white privilege at its finest mm-hmm. so the girl like she we're talking to her she's like it's kind of ignoring us or whatever right and she's like oh sorry i thought you were the mexican students <laughs> yeah. it was me and another girl mind you i had worked there for like six months the other girl had worked there for like a year and a half or two and this girl like we were working for this woman right she was completely disregard didn't even care to know our names just like oh i thought you were the mexican students how because she's ignorant and white i don't know <laughs> it was we were just we just looked at each other like like luckily we didn't have like an hr department ever because that's like no so you mean you should have had an hr department yeah, but it's a school yeah. so you know but um i don't know like i was just thinking about this like when you guys were talking um that like as I've gotten older, more, less people have been commenting on um, like how I speak or not really how I speak, but like um, focusing less on how I articulate myself um, and have kind of been commenting on the fact that I code switch. Like I've found mm. out that people have made comments to my other friends about um, have you noticed that like she'll speak a different way when she's speaking to other black really? other black people. And I was, do you think that's true or do you think they're just saying? No, I definitely I think it's true. Yeah. I've, okay. When I'm, I think I'm very, I th- but I think it's also just like I'm more relaxed when I'm speaking with black people, yeah. black people, or just people of color. Um, I'm just a little bit more buttoned up, uh, and just more aware of what I'm saying when I'm around uh, white people. But I don't know if that's happened to you. If, if anyone's like, I wonder, if pointed I out your code switching. Do I code switch? We work together. Uh, 
I don't know because I probably do it too. I, know, <laughs> I don't I know. Do mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't I think pro- I do. I feel like it maybe, but someone will have to tell me. I don't know. Yeah, someone would have to. T- I don't. Since I've been in my professional life. I do not think I do. But I don't also, think I do either because I don't like to. I don't that think you stuff. do either. But also, what is the demographic of you know, yeah. like your office culture? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm the only black person on my team. I was too. Okay. Yeah, ours, ours, is, ours is still very like. I was the only black person. On our, team. Ours is still mo- a mostly white, but it's a millennial work environment. So being. Uniquely yourself is still encouraged. Encouraged, yeah. yeah. And maybe that's also just like the media industry as exactly, a whole. Because we, well, you work in media too, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe a small, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. different. No, media is very much publications. You need to work on your diversity because it's very much very white. Yeah. Um, but we work for a millet. Well, we worked. I, yeah. I work for a millennial uh, media company and you work for a little bit of an older Yeah, but, I, but I'm company. on the digital team, which digital teams you tend to skew younger, which our digital true, team true, true. is, I think, more um, is, is more diverse. But I know other people who have like worked at, you know, younger publications and it's still it's always predominantly yeah white, but pu- publishing has had a history of being predominantly white it's not anything um new but i just thought it was interesting that someone decided, pointed out pointed out that was yeah. and i thought it was kind of interesting because i kind of took it as like a compliment i think just because like i was so used to people pointing out to me that they you talk so white yeah. and you talk so white amari um so for someone to even though that's still problematic that she's saying, yeah. like, even though code switching is a thing, but you're associating it with like black, and, and that's not her thing to point out, right? Anyway. And I think so. I was, I think I was a little bit more um, taken aback too because she's a woman of color. So I was like, oh, she's oh, a woman of color. Yeah, she but it out. but um, I think I was just maybe she doesn't. I don't know. See, I don't know. But um, I was just like, well, I'm sure. Like she was, she's Mexican American, so I'm like, I'm sure that there's code switching within your own culture too. Yeah. So that I think that kind of hurts more sometimes when people. I think I run into the issue of thinking um, as just people of color in general. We're all on the same team, um, no, but that's just not. It's, the, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. If you've run into experiences with code switching, hit us up at so called oreos at gmail.com um so rachel 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 rachel's turn (laughs) yeah so may is mental health awareness month and on this episode i wanted to talk about stress management for millennials um according to the american psychological association both millennials and gen xers report an average stress level of 5.4 on a 10 point scale where one is little or no stress and 10 is a great deal of stress and the common effects of stress according to mayo clinic a stress symptoms can affect your body your thoughts and feelings stress that's left unchecked can contribute to many health problems such as high blood pressure heart disease, obesity, and diabetes. And high blood pressure and diabetes run in my family. So, and I know it runs in a lot of... Um, also, let's just be honest, black folks. It just... All it the, runs all in. The, all the bad shit runs in yeah, us. Yeah, we, we get the bad shit. Um, so we definitely need to learn how to cope and manage and deal with 
um, stress. And one of the things that I love to do is exercise. Exercise is one of my like biggest stress relievers. Um, writing in a journal, speaking to a mental health counselor, eating a well-balanced diet, changing your eating habits and consuming more water, music, meditating, finding a new hobby. Self-care is really important. Again, take care of yourself, whether going to the spa, getting a manicure, taking a break from work and just the everyday um, craziness that you go through with life. So to end with mental health, health issues and mental health illness, just remember that it's not stress that kills us. It's our reaction to it. So make hey, sure slap, slap, you slap. manage your stress. That's important. That's actually, yeah. um, that's very important. Because I was about to say stress is going to kill me. But yeah. Right. That's deep. It can. It's very, very bad. Um, I guess we should move on to notes from a messy bitch. Yes. Janae's that messy bitch. <laughs> messy bitch. So this particular situation is something that um, came up at work, um, there was this guy who had been in this relationship for a quick span of time with this girl that he was crazy about. They were friends beforehand. Um, and then she broke up with him and he finds out that basically she just dated him to kind of get over an ex. And that was basically it. The dude was really heartbroken and upset, and he was just asking, what should I do? Is he cute? I'll his heart. <laughs> He's okay looking. Oh, never mind. He's okay. No. Um, he was saying that this girl still wants to be friends and hang out with him all the time. He still has feelings for her, but he's just having a hard time basically like moving forward and was asking, how do I get over this I think this he knows girl? the answer. Block, yeah. block, block. block. Hit okay. that block button. So, so this this is what I said. I said that first off, this girl is shitty. You should not be spending any time on her whatsoever. 100%. She does not value you as because a person. Exactly. She does not value your time and is really, really cool with wasting your time. But I know that just Xing someone out of your life is a lot easier said than done. Mm-hmm. So I told him, you need to look at getting some new hobbies, go to the gym, spend some time on hanging out with friends that maybe you neglected while you were in this relationship. Really focus on you and don't make time for her. If she hits you up, like, let's hang out. Just be like, oh, fill that time with going to the gym taking a cooking class reading a damn book i think you need to do both i think you need to invest your time in yourself and your hobbies and in yourself but i think you also do need to take the step of like i know you don't want to block them but like that you you know yourself you know what i'm saying you know if you're gonna go on that person's instagram profile and stalk them 10 times a day yeah or mute them or something do something that works for you but do something that's also efficient yeah also um i'm not the best communicator Mm. But <laughs> uh, I, I've been trying to work on it and I think it's also important that he ex- maybe will help him if he expresses to her yeah. um, how that made him feel. But not just like on like a relationship level, but like I always get hurt. As a rela- human. As a human. I always get hurt in relationships because it's just like, even if this goes sour, I thought you would have enough respect for me 100%. as a person. As, your, as a friend first. Yeah. Um, so like. I think he just, yeah, like you said, like, get hobbies, do what kind of makes you happy. And also, like, you'll feel better that when the person hits you up, you're actually having fun exactly. doing something else without They weren't them. even on your radar. Without right. them. And, and I was also, like, you, 
if you if you want to keep this friendship, if you want to keep this relationship, and this isn't just something that you need to get over, right? You should say to her like, "That was messed up. That really hurt me. What you did." Mm-hmm. Like, don't necessarily say, "Well, I need time now," but just let them know like that was messed up. Right. But how can you call that person your friend? Yeah, like, that's, that's not even saying. a friendship. I think he he's probably clouded by the relationship, but also yeah. Yeah. when people say like, let's be friends, do you need more friends? Because right. I feel like we're at the age, well, like mid twenties where you, you have enough friends. Yeah. You have your college friends, you have your high school friends, you have your adult friends. You don't need more friends. And we're she not didn't out here do something friends. that was friendly. So how yeah. could y'all still be friends? Wait, but also like, she wasn't friendly. But my, my question also too is like, did they even, my favorite is when some people are like, oh, we can still be friends. It's like, we never entered this relationship as with, friends. As friends no but they were friends they were friends they first. were then friends she's that's friends. even worse yeah. That's yeah. worse. yeah she's selfish that's worse and i think also like it's okay for him to just like like you said block her just leave it alone and when he feels better about it maybe he can re-enter the situation yeah. i've stopped talking to someone i've dealt with for a year and re-entered it re-entered it granted that was not healthy for me <laughs> um and it ended poorly by the time you do that you're probably gonna be over that girl anyway right, you know exactly yeah. so like again also i feel like we're at this age where we just I'm speaking advice to myself too because I need to listen. Um, is that we just need to find people who just appreciate us and like yeah. we need to value our time because sure. people make time for the things that are important to them. Mm-hmm. Like if she's not making if like she if clearly you're you're just not important to her. Yeah. She showed you that. And what's that other cliche saying? Like once people like show you show their you colors, the, believe them. Or yeah, believe so them. What's, yeah, yeah, like believe that. them. Yeah. Action speaks louder than words. You're worth more than someone using you to get someone jealous. Like, also, are we like, are we in high school? Yeah, yeah. What is There's that? just so That's many things young. wrong with this that yeah. it's just like, why would you even consider giving? I know it's harder for other people. For me, it's like once you do me wrong, I will, I will never forgive you. Yeah. Like, I, I want to murder you. I want to make your life miserable. <laughs> so it's easy for me to be like, oh, you did me wrong. Cool. I think yeah. he's just stuck. On the emotion, I think he still likes her, and he's just not resolved. Then go on Tinder. I don't know what to tell you. It's like, bruh, just get busy, get busy, get busy. Get busy. Get busy. In more ways than Tinder. More ways than oh, but like, wow. also, um, one of my friends always likes to say, he's like, um, you know, he kind of like compare. I don't know the right analogy or metaphor or whatever, but he's like, it's kind of like a moth. Like, it's always going to the brightest light. So you just need mm-hmm. to find a light. Maybe that's a person, maybe that's a hobby, or maybe that's whatever that is brighter for you and just move towards it. Yeah. For me, it's like, I just feel like life is too valuable and time is too valuable, especially now, to be spending it with someone that doesn't like me or I don't like them. I don't get how people in their 20s are still doing that. I think that's crazy. That was definitely something that I kind of had to realize earlier in my little dating game where it was kind of like, I'm giving time to these dudes who straight up told me like they only want a specific thing and I'd continually lie to myself and be like, I'm cool with that. Right. And then be hurt later down the line where they do exactly what, what they, they say. At least they, they told they you, they damn. Cause yeah. usually it's like, I'm nine well, months in and then I'm <laughs> out. <laughs> or I think, or I think, um, at least with the, I don't know if this has happened for you guys too, but I think guys mask it too, where they give you just enough where, they know I'll kind of keep you around. Like I've for sure. I've had, a tactic, I've had, I've had guys there. I think they all like meet up and kind of talk their lines over because I've had the same exact same line. I was meetings. like, um, 
I don't want anything at this, like right now, but like, I really love your company and I enjoy talking to you and being around you. That's so confusing to me. Right. So how you can be like, I don't want anything right now, but you're asking me on dates. Girl, I don't want anything with you. The with you is silent. (laughs) That's what I just want to say. No, it's it's like, I don't want anything right now, but you want to take me on dates. You Mm want to go out together. You want to hold my hand and hang out. Kiss me. Exactly. Like that's like we're dating. I'll start out. I want want the benefit of you without, without giving you the emotional benefit that you need right that's what it is right that's what it is and Buddha. like we love Gandhi. i love holding your hand i love being intimate with you i love going dates with you i love all that but i don't want you to call me your boyfriend or something like that it's essentially i don't want to feel obligated to you and i don't want to feel like like they don't want you to feel like you have the right to do certain things or say certain things. Um, and it's just about time that I feel like we all know our value. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole nother show. Y'all. And y'all will, y'all will understand more into your dating game and your, you know, I just feel like we all understand that I don't want something with you and I want the benefit of you, but I don't want to give you that yeah. emotional benefit. That's y'all, a so hard honestly, that would really just save, man, guys just save girls time and just say, I don't want to be with you. That's it. And just, don't start just doing that lovey dovey stuff because I'll, I'll have it straight at first. You say you don't want anything serious. I don't want anything serious. Cool. Bomb. But then you start holding my hand. You're talking you about asking how we're me going places. to da 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 Exactly. Talking you about, asked me to travel with you? Talking about future no. things? Bro. You introduce, you Yo, I heard I saw these things where dudes are like talking about introducing girls to their mama and they don't even like and their moms are just like, oh, another girl. Like, yeah. why are y'all doing all that? Exactly. Why are y'all introducing Honestly, girls? Like, Literally, if y'all just kept it clear and cut, I this promise you when this is how we're going to do. Girls will I'm be good. fine. We will be okay. You muddle it. Like, don't like just text me like whatever don't start calling me at random times and like doing all this cute stuff and trying to facetime i think their fear is that they won't get any catches if they're completely honest but the real thing is you'll have to probably do a little bit more digging but you can find a girl who just wants to right you can find a girl that wants to do exactly what you you can you just have to put forth the energy look don't be lazy yeah don't be lazy don't be lazy also don't 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 start i hate it when guys just start really strong and so they make you think that, oh, we're moving and towards then they, and, then they they fall back. and then they fizzle, fizzle, fizzle out fizzle. and you're just like, man, if fizzle. you were just up front first, For we real. saved ourselves so exactly. much And now time. I'm out here looking crazy and right. desperate, hitting you we're up, being all sad shit. and over emotional. We are too, too grown. grown for this shit. Too grown. All right, y'all. This That's is another, another episode. Another episode. <laughs> yeah, we ended up hot right now. I'm, yeah, so, I'm, I'm warm. bothered. Um, Follow us at so-called Oreos on all social media. Email us. I want to hear your comments, your questions, your concerns, also, your advice, help. Yeah, anything. like also, you know, tell us your thoughts on the episodes. Feedback. You, yeah, yeah give us feedback. feedback. What you want us to talk about next. It could be good feedback, bad feedback. Right. You hate my voice. I don't care. Tell us. I'm strong. Don't tell me you hate my voice. <laughs> yeah. Y'all can tell me anything, really. No, but yeah. I will find you and fight you. Sometimes <laughs> I sometimes I can be a bit of a mouth breather, so... If I'm breathing too much, don't be too mean. Damn, right. just, yeah, don't just be, be too okay. Just constructive yeah. criticism, criticism is always appreciated. At so called Oreos at gmail.com. Yes. yes. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, that's another episode. Uh, we'll see you next time. Peace out, y'all. Thanks, Bye, y'all.